<laughs> You're now listening to the Inside Out Podcast with Jimmy Hunt. Get it. Welcome to Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. My job is simple, to improve my mental fitness through any means possible and deconstruct what works, what doesn't, and what I think may be able to help you become mentally fitter. And quite often it leads me to some pretty interesting people, places, and stories. Today I want to talk about a particular topic with some stories, and that is how I believe gratitude is an actual superpower. It is something that we can all learn and we can use it to create miraculous things in our lives, genuinely. And that's the thing, like gratitude is held in you know, very high esteem by pretty much everybody, from ancient religious scriptures through to modern social science research. Gratitude is shown as a desirable human characteristic with the capacity for making life better for yourself and for the people around you. I have a person around me today, and that is Libby Grace, my wife. She's not feeling the best today, but under the weather, but she's here all the same. Thank you, Libby Grace. You're welcome. She's going to chime in on a couple of things. Not that she knows what we're talking about, but at least I have someone to talk to. You're always throwing me under the bus. Yeah. So basically, although gratitude is associated with pleasantness and highly desirable life outcomes, it is certainly not an easy or automatic response to life situations. Resentment and entitlement often seem to come naturally. Individual personality flaws such as neuroticism or narcissism can make it difficult to recognize the positive contributions of others. And the very fact that gratitude is a virtue suggests that it must be deliberately cultivated. And this is something I've talked about in regards to patience as well. You know, patience is a, vir- is a virtue. Yeah, sure it is. But it's also something that needs to be deliberately cultivated. It must be taught or at least modeled and practiced regularly until it becomes a habit of your character. A grateful person is one who is prone to react to the goodness of others in a benevolent and receptive fashion, reciprocating kindness when opportunities arise. And a grateful person has to be able to overcome tendencies to take other things for granted, to feel entitled, to the benefits that they have received, and to take sole credit for all the advantages in their life. They're able to gladly recognize the contributions that others have made to their well-being. That's basically gratitude. And I think we can all agree that gratitude is good. You agree, Libby Grace? I do. Gratitude is good and gratitude feels nice. Exactly. And if you don't agree with Libby Grace and I, then I think probably the best you could argue is that it's neutral. I don't think anyone's arguing that gratitude is bad. No. Modern science is pretty proficient at arguing its benefits, though. I've got a couple here for you. Gratitude increases your energy. Excellent. A guy out of the University of California, Davis, and one from the University of Miami did a study 
where participants kept a journal listing all the things that they were thankful for. And while another group recorded all the things that bothered them. And those who kept a gratitude journal reported having more energy and enthusiasm and were happier than the other group. Expressing gratitude to others has basically been shown to increase energy and motivation. Awesome. Who doesn't want more energy and motivation? Gratitude increases empathy. In a 2011 study, uh, basically showed that gratitude increases our sensitivity to the needs of others. Empathy improves your ability to effectively manage and respond to an emotional experience. So through the expression of empathy, you may be more equipped to handle stressful or emotionally challenging situations. And in the end, it also helps you be more effective in managing your own stress. It's interesting because I, re- I haven't really put gratitude and empathy together in a scientific sense. I'm trying to increase both of those things, but I actually didn't realize that my gratitude practice was actually increasing my empathy. Yeah, I'm not really sure I see how it's connected even with you explaining it. But Neither am I, but these scientists say it, so <laughs> I believe them. Right. Just blindly leading the, blindly following the science. Exactly. That's fine. But yeah, I can, I mean. There's probably, there's probably a decent methodology in there about, uh, about so. gratitude increasing empathy. So cool. We'll take it. Yeah. Gratitude incru- increases your physical health. And this has uh, been shown in a bunch of studies and summed up by a 2019 meta study that showed that gratitude positively impacts biomarkers such as, and I had to write this down, endothelial dysfunction, prognostic inflammatory markers, and improves adherence to health behaviors. So basically, this meta-study, which is a study that uh, studies a whole bunch of other studies, showed that there are like literal internal biomarkers that gratitude has effect on, which is pretty cool. Um, but the last one that they say there is it improves, it improves adherence to health behaviors. And what they basically mean there is the more gratitude you express, the more likely you are to follow through on those health things that you talk about wanting to do. Go to the gym, go for a run, workout, whatever it is. Um, if you're grateful, you're more likely to do those things and therefore have increased physical health benefits. You're grateful for your gym. Yeah. Every time you go down there, you're, you're always talking about how grateful you are for it. To have my own space to yeah. do what I want when I want. Yeah. Yeah. I am. I'm super grateful for that, especially I think everyone can relate to this. During um, COVID, during lockdowns, people couldn't get out and about and I was so thankful to have literally my own gym downstairs in the garage where I could go and release what I needed to release or work on my body or whatever. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was something I, I do, you're right, I do talk about how grateful I am for it and then I also, I think I must say that right after I've done my workout and I'm full of endorphins as well. So it's kind of like doubled down on the chemicals. Yeah. The gratitude and the endorphin rush and the feeling of my physical body feeling alive. Yeah, but then you're also grateful for your body to be able to do that. I'm all the time particularly grateful for my body. Basically, I think that goes back to not being able to move my body yeah. during chronic fatigue that I'm 
like exponentially grateful for my body now. Yeah. Even right now, like I'm not well. I'm like I've had food poisoning this week and I feel like absolute rubbish. But there's still things I'm grateful for about my body, like showing me, okay, just chill out. And it's giving me some, It's you know, it's telling me that it needs to, what it needs. Like it's talking to me. Yeah. And so I'm like, oh, okay, my body's telling me something. I'm grateful that it, that I can hear that and that I yeah. can, I can rest. And it's, um, you know, an opportunity for me to like just stop for a bit. Yeah. Compared to being angry at your body for being food poisoned. Yeah, I mean, right? there's two different ways you can look yeah. at we, how you're feeling right now. Absolutely, and there's times where I mean, this has ruined my whole week. Okay, I had plans yeah. this week, and I was supposed to do something for somebody this week, which I can't do, and I haven't been able to work, or you know, things like that. Like mm. I've I've had to cancel my whole week, and it it sucks. And I guess you could, and there would have been times in the past where I would have just been so frustrated mm. about that, but. I can't do anything about it. Grateful that I'm not dying of this. Grateful for modern medicine. Yeah. Grateful for the fact that you've been amazing at looking after me and, and checking in to see if I'm okay. You know, grateful that there's been um, tennis on all week that I can watch on TV while I'm feeling miserable. So, yeah, there's lots to be grateful for. Yeah. And even in a time of feeling pretty rubbish. So gratitude also increases your self-improvement. So a 2016 study out of the University of California, Riverside, showed that expressing gratitude leads people to muster effort to improve themselves via increases in connectedness, elevation, humility, and specific negative states, including indebtedness. Uh, gratitude helps you sleep better. Do you Have you noticed that? I mean, I don't know if you've really noticed your sleep changing or not because no. you yeah. I sleep pretty good anyway. Yeah, but you've have been practicing gratitude. I was wondering if you if that has a change that you'd no. you, you wake up super 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 early. Yeah, I do. But do you feel rested? Yeah. Yeah, I'm just wondering if. Oh yeah, I mean, I'm no uh, peer reviewed. Yeah, uh, university study. I probably study. shouldn't have bothered asking you because <laughs> I know that you sleep whatever you feel nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you feel no different from so, night to night. Yeah, it's all good. Um, gratitude increases gratitude. Of course it does. Right? So when we're grateful, we activate regions in the brain with the feel-good transmitter dopamine. And gratefulness also increases the mood neurotransmitter serotonin and the trust hormone oxytocin. So when dopamine is released, it basically evokes a uh, like a do-it-again response. Mm. And we know that in the bad way from things like social media and stuff like that. Do it again, do it again, do it again. And so a grateful heart produces a grateful heart. Mm. I'm glad you said that because I was wondering if there is a chemical science to yeah. the feeling you get because I think I said at the start, gratitude feels good. Yeah. It feels good to be grateful. Yeah. And it, it's a little rush when when I'm practicing gratitude or if I'm thinking about something I'm grateful for, I then start thinking about other things I'm grateful for and it feels like this big mushroom. Yeah. Of, of Do you know like, what it's called? A virtuous cycle. Oh, I like right? being in a virtual It just cycle. goes around and around. And yeah, around. it's lovely. Yeah. It just feels lovely. Yeah. And so in order to start the virtual cycle, we just have to actually choose to be thankful mm. uh, in the first place. Uh, gratitude decreases anxiety. And we know anxiety is like an epidemic in the world right now. It's only getting worse. And all the way back 10 years ago, a study in 2012 showed that higher levels of gratitude resulted in lower levels of depression and anxiety. Expressing gratitude towards others is equally as powerful in decreasing anxiety in them as well. So, yeah, 
basically we know that the two are interlinked. Depression and anxiety are the polar opposite of gratitude. It's very hard to be sad, angry, and grateful at the same time. Yeah, I think you've posted a on Instagram or something. Some sort of quote like, uh, that. like a quote about that. Like it's impossible to feel gratitude and depression at the same time or something. I yeah. don't I don't remember. Yeah. No, it was it wasn't depression, but it was yeah, like it's it's hard to feel um a negative emotion when you're when you're feeling grateful. When you're being grateful. It's I'm, I'm gonna try possible. it. I'm gonna yeah. see if I can. Yeah. Uh gratitude decreases materialism. Yeah. Um, basically another study has shown that people with higher levels of gratitude are more likely to have lower than average materialism traits. I feel like that sort of stands to reason. Doesn't you're, it now? You're grateful for what you have so you don't feel like you're lacking, so you don't buy and buy and buy. Well, that's and, just it. People who get more. stuck in that hedonic treadmill mm, of, the next, of thing. Uh, the next thing, the next thing, I need more, I need more, I need more, are just trying to fill that hole in their, mm. in their soul, in their in their psyche yeah. that, uh, you know, they can't fill with other things. And so if someone's filling that hole with gratitude, yeah. then it's, they're less likely to buy things. Yeah, it's such a common thing, isn't it? We see people like the, the latest phone, for example, you have to have it even if you've just had one a year yeah. ago or whatever. I, I just noticed that the phone I have, Mine's a number 10 and they're up to 22. I'm like, I had no idea. Yeah, it's, <laughs> literally no. it's okay, baby. They skipped 10. Oh. So you've still, you've still got quite a few, uh, quite a new phone. Don't, uh, don't worry. Yeah, well, that was like, my man, old phone. I was like, I've been, wow, I've really not had a phone. No, for baby, a they, they skipped like 10. Oh, so um, I'm only so, two yeah. models behind yeah, you. Well, still, you're, but you're, I didn't know that you've been done that. <laughs> well, that's just it. Like, I'm, like, my phone um, was given to me. Yeah, and you handed and, your phone down to me. And I handed, I handed my phone down to you. And, like, I have randomly sent the person that uh, gave me my phone because I, I have a lovely Samsung Note 10 plus whatever. <laughs> and, um, and I'm genuinely thankful for this phone. And the person that gave it to me, I, I send them stuff again. Still loving this phone. Thank oh, you so very much. That's cool. Because um, I, you know, they need to give it to me, but it, it genuinely helped um, our situation at the time. Yeah. Um, so it was great. So yeah. happy. Um, and there's a bunch more too. Basically, uh, gratitude gives you more satisfaction with life. You're less likely to experience burnout. You have lower levels of cellular inflammation. I thought you were about to say cellulite and I was really excited <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to go and do an hour of gratitude in the gym. Um, oh, bummer. No, well, I mean, cellular inflammation is linked with pretty much like 95% of mental illnesses yeah, from negative, depression, anxiety, yeah. all the way through to things like schizophrenia. Um, it encourages the development of patience, humility, and wisdom. Yay. And for groups, gratitude in groups, it increases pro-social behaviors. It strengthens relationships and it may help employees' effectiveness and it may increase job satisfaction. <sighs> Whole bunch of things. It's and, a superpower. And that, this is why I wanted to start off this way, right? Is I wanted everybody to understand just how powerful it is, right? Yeah. Like it's just, it just so helpful. Has, I mean, you can go and Google your own like uh, gratitude studies and they've done so many of them and they're all just linked to 
great results. Yeah, all and the outcomes are upticks. There's nothing. Yeah. And it doesn't cost you anything to be grateful. It doesn't cost you and anything. It doesn't take any time. It doesn't take very much time. And, like, there is absolutely no possible side effects, yeah. you know. I feel so, like there's, there's I, mean, I don't know I, if this is something you're planning to, to cover in this episode, yeah. but there is a, it's easy for me to be grateful. Very easy for me to be grateful because I have practiced gratitude for a long time. I've got a, I've had a life that I've built. I've got lots of things to be grateful for, but I suspect you're about to talk about it. It's not, yeah. For for most people, it's not easy to be grateful. So how do we? No, it's, it's not. And there's the thing, because, you know, I mean, since we've known, like, literally for eons, for thousands of years, we've, like, they've talked about gratitude from ancient Greece to ancient Rome to ancient Egypt and all sorts of places, all the way through to modern science, obviously. They've gone on and on and on about how good gratitude is. So it's a really simple question. Why the hell don't we do this all the time? Yeah. Right? And it's basically because we're built a little funky. Like mm. we're we're a little we're bit negatively off. geared. Yeah, we uh, are. Yeah, we are negatively geared. I mm. I use that term a lot, negatively geared. But um, the actual scientific term for it is the brain's negativity bias. Yeah. Right. Well, um, I'm I'm like uh, the opposite. I think I've I've been born towards way too positive. <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, it's interesting, like, and this is the whole. You can get into things like epigenetics yeah. and understand, like, so right now I'm telling you that your brain and your brain's no different to everyone else's yeah. brain. Your brain has five times as many negative circuits as it does positive ones. Yeah. Okay. Right? Yeah. And so epigenetics says, "Hey, look, we've got we get born with these set of genes, but then it really is nurture that ticks off a lot of our." Uh, genes and sets them off and really uh, pushes us in a particular way. And like we can be pushed negatively as a child, but then learn gratitude off the back of that. Mm. Or we can be pushed positively as a child in terms of actually being taught gratitude off, off that, right? So I just suggest that your unique circumstances have allowed you to learn gratitude from an earlier age. Whereas my particular circumstances, maybe I was, wasn't as grateful as I should have been growing up and it took me a while to catch on and understand this. And that's why I made sure that I explain this to people now because if, like, if you've, I mean, everyone's heard of gratitude and oh, yeah, yeah, that's probably a good thing. But I'm really trying to hammer home how much of an actual difference that this can make in your life mm-hmm. if, if you do that. But as we're talking about negativity bias, right? And we we know this inherently. I mean, for anybody who's even remotely popular on social media or anything like that, you know, you understand that for every hundred compliments that you get, people saying you do good things, you're going to get one dickhead saying something stupid. And that's the one you're going to attach That's the to. one you hold on to, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, that's Like that's, that's so the one true. that ruins your day. Yeah. <laughs> you not you don't replay the hundred over your head, in your head over and over and over yeah. and over again. You do that with. It's the, easy to dismiss the compliments, isn't it? Because you can, for whatever reason, I don't know, I might say to myself, oh, that's, yeah, they're just saying that. 
or oh, they don't really mean that because you don't feel it in yourself. But then as soon as someone says a negative thing, that yeah. especially if it attaches to something you already feel about yourself, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. But that's because we've got this this five times as many negative things. And so, God, we're having to fight with ourselves to be happy. This is exactly it. So it's how we de- doom scroll through bad news, right? The media keeps putting... Oh my God, I did a lot of doom scrolling in the first year of the pandemic. Yeah, but the media keeps putting it up there. Because we love it. Because we don't love it, we react to it more than the other ones, right? And so all they're in it for is the clicks. So it just makes absolutely simple business sense Mm. that you put that up instead of the good news stories. Mm. Because that's what people hold on to yeah. and repeat in their head over and over again and then repeat out loud to other people. Yeah. You know, so when you go out for dinner, you're like, oh, I saw this news story. It was horrible. Yeah, and that's you what know, you end up talking about. That's and- what you end up talking about rather than, oh, I saw that in this news story that was really uplifting. Yeah. Right? Because that I, one's yeah. not repeating in our head. I've um, subscribed on Reddit to a lot of subreddits that are literally called Uplifting News. Me too. And there's one in Spanish called Noticias Positivas and it's the same thing. It's like happy news, good stuff, like things that make you feel good and the news that you... Well, this is part of the training we'll talk about um, in a minute. Ah, cool. Um, And so because we have like basically between 12,000 and 60,000 thoughts per day. There's a bit of a difference between how many, how <laughs> many thoughts like some people are having. The, I know a friend of mine um, will say she's in the 60,000. She's a classic overthinker. Yeah, she's yeah. probably like, I do 120,000. Yeah, Thank yeah. you very much. And of those thoughts, about 80% are negative. Wow. Yeah. Which stands to reason. That's a lot of negative thoughts. If you're at the high end of thoughts and you've yeah. got an 80% of them are negative, yeah. you're really yeah. being mean And 95% of them are exactly the same repetitive thoughts as the day before. Uh-oh. Right. Break the cycle. Exactly. Get off the treadmill. So negativity bias also explains why bad and bad first impressions can be so difficult to overcome, right? You just hold on to that mm-hmm. first, first impression and why past traumas can have such long lingering effects, mm. right? And in, in almost pretty much any interaction – we're more likely to notice the negative things and later to remember them more vividly. And so, you know, why are we so good at noticing and holding on to all that shit? Well, basically the smart people have said that uh, it's most likely a result of evolution. Earlier in human history, paying attention to bad, dangerous, negative Mm. threats in the world was literally a matter of life and death. Yeah. Right, those who were more sort of attuned to the danger, who paid more attention to the bad things around them, were more likely to not die. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Being aware of. Yeah. Yeah. Being heightened. To- yeah. If you're on a heightened state of awareness, you are less likely to get yeah. uh, eaten, beaten, <laughs> fall down, whatever. Yeah. You know, and this meant that they were more likely to hand down the genes yeah. that made them more attentive, right? And those happy idiots were just falling into tar pits. Exactly. Nice. Right? Absolutely. Survival of the fittest. <gasps> oh, my God. And the fittest died in a heartbeat. Yeah, the fittest were the people that had a negativity bias. Right. Right? But guess what? We all have a negativity bias. Yeah, but we don't live in that world anymore. Yeah, so we don't. Right? We've, we've evolved societally, mm-hmm. but we have not evolved 
physiologically yeah. and biologically. And so we're, us modern humans have just been left with this inherent negativity bias that we need to, you know, sort of move through and, and try and compensate for. So we still need our negativity, right? Yeah. Like we, get, we don't just want to get rid of it, but we need it as the polarity to our positivity. And what we need to do is sort of move that needle on where we sit in the bias. Right, right now we're sitting towards negativity and we don't want to set it like right up at the positive because that's unrealistic as well, but we want to move that needle up mm. the continuum towards positivity uh, and away from so much negativity. So how do we do that? Well, when we're grateful, <laughs> it forces our brain to reshape our neural pathways, decreasing our negative feelings, views, and self-talk. And that's neuroplasticity. It's something I talk about a lot, wrote a bunch about it in my last book. And it's the rewiring of our neural pathways. Uh, in my book, I talk about the three C's. We rewire our brains through constant conscious choices. And gratitude is that choice in this regard. The more we choose mentally the positive over the negative, the more we move that bias in our heads towards the good side. And so that's all good in theory, but how do we practically do that? I'm glad you asked, Libby. Thanks. There are a number of very practical ways. First, make a choice, right? More than make a vow, right? I am now going to be more grateful. I am going to be more grateful. I am more grateful. Put that shit in the present tense, right? I am statements are very powerful. Then you can really start this process by observing. Notice the thank yous that you say. And just how much of a habitual response is it? Do you actually mean it when you say it? Can you actually feel it when you say it? Or is it just a hasty aside as sort of an afterthought? How are you feeling when you express thanks in just the small transactions? Stressed, uptight, a little sort of absent-minded? You can do a quick little scan of your body. Are you already physically moving on to your next interaction? Or are you actually sitting there being grateful and saying thank you and meaning it. The dude called Robert Eamons, he's a psychology professor, gratitude researcher at the University of California, Davis. And he explains that there are two key components of practicing gratitude. One is that we affirm the good things that we've received. Pretty simple, right? And two, we acknowledge the role that other people play in providing our lives with goodness. Now, I mean, the first thing is, most people have heard about gratitude is keeping a gratitude journal. Mm. And you should. That's great. Um, people say to write down three things. That was one of the sort of original gratitude studies that came out of Berkeley. I say, write down as many as you've got. Write as many as you've got. Mm. Whatever you've got, write it down. Be grateful for all of it. Um, you know that I do this in the mornings. and. I literally write until I can't think of anything else to be grateful for. Yeah. 
Um, and that just usually means I've forgotten some things because <laughs> um, I've still probably, probably there's more. If I, if you're one of the things that I think people get a little hung up on is, um, if you're, you, you do it one day and then you do it another day and you're like, well, I don't have anything new. New. It was like, yeah, don't matter. care. <laughs> Be grateful it. for the same things today yeah. as you were yesterday. Write it down again. And this time you can write it down and just focus on a slightly different aspect or detail of it. You can split it into categories. Um, so I, I do this. I sort of, when I'm trying to think of things, it's like my personal life, my family life, my work life, my hobbies, the world in general. And then when I split it down to that, I can find lots of things inside those to write down. Mm-hmm. But the key is to be very specific. An example is like, um, you know, a general one. I'm grateful for my coworkers. <laughs> you're like, okay, cool. Oh, you're not talking not about me. you. I'm just giving a general phone. <laughs> People have coworkers. You're my only coworker, right? And but, yeah. but, you know, people are, oh, I'm, general, I'm, I'm grateful for my coworkers. Cool. But why? Mm. Right? I'm grateful for my co, that one of my coworkers bought me a soup when I was sick on Tuesday. That's a nice coworker. Yes. I did exactly that for you on <laughs> Tuesday. You did. <laughs> um, but that's much better, right? Yeah. Like being very specific in, and, in that gratitude. And I'm from that, do you, do you actually think, how did that make me feel or do you not even have to do that part? You absolutely. I feel like that would double down on it. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm grateful for that. Oh, and the little sensation I got in my body for feeling gratitude. and Yeah, and so you can do it in the moment or you can do it by rereading your list afterwards. Yeah. Um, whatever works for you. Um, I was going to say, I kind of reread my list. Yeah. Um, so I do the writing. It's mm-hmm. kind of like the thinking and the writing, and then I do the feeling. Yeah. Right. But you can also do thinking, feeling, thinking, feeling, thinking, mm. feeling. Mm. Um, whatever works for you. Mm-hmm. But basically in the, in the thinking and the writing, you know, go deep, elaborate in detail, in detail why you're grateful and like, and, and then you can feel it straight after or feel it when you reread it straight after you've done them all. I just mentioned it just before for a second, but I am statements are very, very, yeah. very, very powerful. Rather than um, I'm going to or I want to. Exactly. I am. And this is why I, I wrote a chapter about this in my last book um, around identity. Uh, when you say, I am depressed, mm. congratulations, you are. You are 100% correct. You are depressed. Say, I'm currently feeling sad. Cool. Then that's what you are currently feeling. Absolutely nothing wrong with that. Mm. I'm currently having a period of struggling. Cool. You're currently having a period of struggling. But when you are something, mm. then it's very hard to break that. And that works in the positive and the negative. You know, it's not I'm trying to be more grateful. Like, I, I am, am grateful. grateful. Yeah. Like that is what I am. And so when you are writing down each morning, I am grateful for, mm. that is just reiterating that statement over and over and over again. I am grateful for. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And that is what really cements an identity. You can't be a grateful person unless you are practicing gratitude. Yeah. You can't say, oh, I'm grateful, but then not actually practice it in some way. 
And this is a way to affirm that identity. Um, you can try subtraction, not just addition. So consider what your life would be like without certain people or things, rather than just tallying up all the good stuff. Be grateful for the negative outcomes that you avoided, escaped, prevented, or turned into something positive. Try not to take that good fortune for granted. Mm. Uh, journaling like this doesn't have to be done every day. I try and do it every day, but it doesn't have to be. And the science and gratitude journaling has shown that uh, a few times a week is still very, very effective. I probably average six days a week, but three days a week, sweet, still all good. Another really important thing you can do with gratitude is to share it. Tell others that you are grateful for them. Yeah. Um, you, you, knew, uh, you know kind of what I was doing last night when I was out on the balcony. Yeah. I was, I was sending voice notes on WhatsApp to a bunch of my friends telling them that I love them and that I was grateful for them being in my life. So I'm sharing that. Yeah. And guess what? They feel awesome when they get that note. Yeah. And I mean every word that I say when I, when I see, send those. All I'm doing is telling them that. We need to be sharing these things as well as – so I'm, I'm being grateful and thanking them for just being in my life. Yeah. But – like, you know, double down on thanking them if they actually are doing something in the moment Yeah. Um, for that. Because, you know, maybe my gratitude for them will change their perspective on something. Not just, not just their perspective on me, but maybe, maybe they're having something they're not grateful for in their day. And they've just gone, oh, shit, that's boom, changed their perspective just like that. Yeah, and I think saying, telling someone that you're grateful for them makes them feel valued. They mm. have a value in your life. Of course. Even if they're going through stuff which makes them maybe not feel that valuable, hearing that would be like, oh, well, someone values me. Yeah. Um, on top of that, put it on your social media. Not gushing things about your other mates, but like um, we know that social media has a negativity bias, right? Mm. And so – by using social media to share your gratitude, you can help create a more positive online atmosphere, even if it's just in your little sphere. And I mean, the examples are really kind of simple. You can just share an uplifting moment from a recent event or a lesson that you learned from a book you read or a photo of a place near you that you're grateful for. Spreading, uh, spreading good, <laughs> in a unique and uplifting way is basically one way that we can all sort of just do our little part in the digital age to remind each other that we've got a lot to be grateful for. Mm. We can all chip away and just making the, <laughs> the quagmire of fucking social media just be that little bit better. Um, a really good simple training program that's part of my basic reset program on my website that was taught to me by my mentor Sally that came out of uh, Berkeley, I think, uh, which is a positive psychology exercise. It's called the Five Senses Program. And it's very simple. Five times a day, you check in with your five senses. And I 
in order to make this a conscious choice, I would set five alarms on my phone. Breakfast, morning tea, lunch, afternoon tea, dinner. And I would uh, say, do your five senses. And you're like, okay, cool. That's just a little prompt. And all you have to do is check in. And you just have to smell something. Like anything. You can just be smelling the air. You just go, it's fresh air. Like I'm grateful for the ability to smell and appreciate this. Taste something. Hear something that's a beautiful sound. See something that's a beautiful picture. Touch something that feels cool. And like this is just a, it's a senses practice, but it's a gratitude practice of being in your body. And if you can do that for about 30 days, that absolutely, again, um, from a research standpoint, they show that it moves the needle on the negativity bias. They show that that puts us towards really being grateful and feeling and understanding the things around us. So that five senses program, real simple, um, requires that constant conscious choice though. Mm. So you've really got to put things in place to make sure that that happens. But you do it for 30, 40 days and it becomes just something that you do from then on. It's, it's really quite powerful. Uh, you can also reframe situations. So how you talk about yourself or events or people plays a large role in shaping how you interpret events. So when you find yourself interpreting something in a negative way or only focusing on the bad aspect of the situation, look for ways to reframe the events in a more positive light. And that doesn't mean ignoring the potential dangers or wearing rose-tinted glasses. Uh, It simply means refocusing so that you give fear and equal weight to good events. This is just a conscious thing again. From what, you know, when I laid out earlier on about how we have this negativity bias and we, we place so much more emphasis on the negative things, just knowing that allows us to try and reweigh things and reframe things and be able to go, oh, I see that now. I actually need to put some conscious effort towards the more positive things. Um, you can savor positive moments. This is something that Dr. John taught me a while back as well, which is um, creative celebrations. Just being like when you have those good moments, just really acknowledge them and sit in them. And this is the thing, because it takes more for positive experiences to be remembered, it's really important that we give them the extra attention in the moment. Mm. So where negative things might be quickly transferred and stored in your long-term memory, as we know, you need to make more effort to get the positive ones to do the same thing. Yeah, like reinforce it by doing a happy dance or cheering or clapping or whatever or just hugging somebody or whatever you've got because then it will reinforce the feeling in in your body. Yep. And, and then in your cells. Yeah, and if you're like me and you don't want to do some sort of uh, outwardly thing, do it inwardly. Just sit there and just ruminate on, the, on the good thing and just go, yes, that was so good. 
yeah. yeah, I am so proud. Yes, I am so grateful for that. And you just sit there internally and do that. Both ways, great. Uh, when it, the constant that I, that I talk about, it's one of the main reasons that we fall down in the three C's, but one of the ways to get us to remember to do these practices that we've been talking about is to really put measures in place to make sure we are being conscious of them constantly. And I think reminders are just a really, really good thing. And you can put reminders in your phone. Like I said, you put alarms in your phone that do particular times of days or different days of the week or whatever. You can get apps that do that for you. You can get um, old school, get some post-it notes and put them on the fridge and put them uh, on the dashboard of your car or on your desk at work or anything like that. Just so that every time, oh, and my favorite that I always talk about, um, my uh, lock screen on my phone. So every mm-hmm. time I have to open my phone, I have to see what, whatever that says to me. These are ways to remind us to get into this practice because we know that we need to do this practice constantly over a period of time in order to change these neural pathways. Uh, We've got some examples as well. Uh, We say grace, don't we, Libby Grace? (laughs) Yeah. Not always outwardly to each other, um, but we always take a second um, to thank people for our food. Yeah. People, animals, yep. anybody who Jesus. contributed to making our food available Yeah, before we eat it. Like just being grateful for any life that was sacrificed, any effort that was put yeah. into making it, to growing it, to harvesting yeah. it. Because that's, 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 around here there's usually a Jesus involved in your food production. Jimmy Hunt. That was my joke. It's... <laughs> Uh, now you have to explain the joke and then the joke never works. Oh, lots of people understand that. That's, that's, a, that's a meme. That's not my joke. I stole that off. I a, don't think it's a, a commonly known meme. There's a, okay, there's a family sitting around a table on the top part of the meme. There's a family sitting around the table saying, thank you, Jesus, for this food. We're so grateful. And then at the bottom is a... Probably Mexican, could be anywhere from Central America, guy saying, de nada. And the joke is that his name is Jesus and they're thanking Jesus because Jesus was really the guy that yeah. got the food on the table, not Jesus. Yeah. And de nada means. Uh, uh, you're welcome. No you're problem. welcome. Cheers. Yeah. Thank you. No and problem. it's like, it's true though. There's, <laughs> it's, it's a funny meme. I've shared it with a bunch of my friends yeah. and all of my Mexican friends love it. Um, but it is important that we, whether we do a full, like, you know, 10, 15 second thankful grace giving thanks thing, or if we just say thank you for this food, like I'm grateful for this food, like that's all you have to do. But just think about how many people are in the food production process. We're so removed from it. How many people have to be involved for me to eat a mouthful? Yeah. Like food is a really easy example to go down the chain and be really thankful for all yeah, of the people. Yeah, and even if you grew the food yourself, you can still be grateful for You can say, okay, well, I'm grateful for the soil. I'm grateful yeah. for the sun. I'm grateful for the things that made this happen. I'm grateful for the little caterpillars or whatever yep. it is. You can be – And it makes go, it taste better. You can go so minute in detail of gratitude. You can, you can pair it back from, oh, I'm grateful for my life yeah. down to every minute detail of in your life what – makes you feel gratitude. Absolutely. Like it's endless. Your book, you should never, 
in your journal have nothing to write. Yeah, just because, time constraints. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, if you've got, if you feel like you're struggling to write something, anything, you can just be go macro and go. I'm grateful for my life. Yep. I'm grateful for the experience of being on this planet. Yep. And that's that's a start. And Absolutely. then you just take it back from there, step by step, back towards. I'm literally grateful for the the speck of earth that helped grow a carrot or whatever yeah. you want it to be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, other things you can do, um, there are plenty of gratitude guided meditations on the apps, on YouTube and things like that. So you can go and if you really are struggling to think about what to be grateful for, just go and do a guided meditation and they will prompt you. Yeah. <laughs> and you can just answer their questions in your head and, and they will help you be, be grateful for that. Volunteering is a really big thing that can help promote gratitude. You can be so grateful that you're the person that's getting to help rather than the one that's needing the help. You can be so grateful for the other people. The, there are so many um, showing benefits of, of volunteering and especially in regards to, to gratitude. You can practice mindfulness that promotes gratitude. Spending time with loved ones promotes gratitude. Random acts of kindness promotes gratitude. Just complimenting people promotes gratitude. And uh, a really good one that I learned was when someone compliments you, you can use it as an opportunity to give thanks to the person or thing that taught you that idea or that skill. I really like that one because there's not many things that I say and all of these podcasts and books and everything that are completely solely attributed to me, right? Mm-hmm. The, the things I may have uh, expounded upon, but the, you know, as, as so we all are, you know, standing on the shoulders of giants. And so, like, if someone says, oh, that's really smart, that's really wise, you go, yeah, I learned that from here. I really, or this person taught me that and give them the credit and, the, and be grateful for them teaching that to you so that you could pass it on to somebody else. That's why I'll always try and say, you know, uh, Sally taught me this or so-and-so taught me this and things like this. Uh, basically, the list can go on. There's, there's so many things that we can do in order to create gratitude in our lives, but The point is that when you are in a state of gratitude, or at least looking to be, then you can find all sorts of things that you can do to be grateful. And that gratitude will have profound impacts on your life. And I'll tell you that now. You want to give me an endorsement, Libby Grace? I think gratitude's made a big impact on my life. Yeah, I, do, I definitely think that um, you beginning a gratitude practice has actually like changed who you are, how you operate, has helped you find what I see as more um, being a bit more centred and a bit more kind, more expressive, more, empath- um, more empathetic. Oh, really? More empathetic? Yeah. Just it, like the study says. It, yeah, I mean, <laughs> some of the things that you mentioned I'm like yeah I've seen that in you I've seen your gratitude grow I've seen your default reaction go from because you were quite a negatively geared person yeah absolutely you, you were like 
a negative person. It yeah. was not you. It wasn't like I look on the bright. I'm the opposite. I look on the bright side of everything. Yeah. You were more absolutely more geared the other way, and I notice now that your responses to things are more at the worst neutral. Yeah, but at, as as a default, you're more likely to feel good about something and feel positive about an outcome and and celebrate something more quickly than um, than you would. And what it's what it's helped in our lives is that it's actually changed the energy between us and changed the energy that we live in and things have kind of flowed differently and, and that mm. the world looks a bit different to us at the moment. Yeah. Because of because of that. And it's it's kind of nice to see you well, it's always nice to see you grow and evolve. Um, but also but on the on the back of that, when you do something and I see you doing it and it working f- for you, you just kind of I don't consciously decide to, but I kind of end up moving in that direction as well. And so I'm, I've always, I haven't practiced gratitude. I've never kept a gratitude journal, but I've always been grateful and I've always shown, and I've always spoken gratitude to myself about things. Like I've always taken moments to feel grateful. I very much align gratitude with enjoyment. So if I'm enjoying something and savoring something, whether it's a moment or a taste or, or whatever, I feel gratitude in that moment because I'm enjoying something. So that's kind of how I connect. Yeah. Just doing it in the moment, being grateful for something. But I am, I'm grateful for this podcast today. I'm feeling rubbish. I am, I've woken up feeling really terrible. And you reminded me we had to podcast. And I was like, oh God, I don't even know if I can. But I'm grateful for it because it is my favorite thing in the world to do is to sit and talk with you. And I feel a bit more energized from it. So I'm grateful for mm. having to do something that I didn't want to want to do at first. Gratitude gives you energy. It gives you energy. I feel <laughs> there's been moments in this podcast where I've come back to life and then I've kind of gone a bit crashy again. <laughs> I don't know if that's noticeable, but I'm grateful for the podcast and spending time with you um, because it has made me feel significantly better this morning. Mm. Um, but yeah, on a whole, I, I can't see a downside to gratitude. There isn't one. You didn't read one out on the list. You said there was no I can't negative. Find so one. It's certainly something that I've noticed you paying a lot of attention to, a lot of attention to. And I really admire your dedication to it. I really love the results that you're seeing and that you're able to see them. And I actually really like, I even said to you the other day, we go down to the we were going down to the beach in the mornings and you would go and do your journaling and writing and I'd go for a walk, like a grounding walk with my bare feet on the sand and then we'd jump in the ocean and you would say things that you were grateful for in your journal in mm. the morning and I was yeah. like, how do you do it? Like, what do you do? Like, what do you write? How's your, what's your process? Because I don't really have a process and I'm like, I wouldn't mind a process. And when you told me the things out loud that you were grateful for, I was like, they sound beautiful. Like, it just sounds like a really lovely way to start the day. Mm. It really uh, puts focus on the direction that your day is going to go in when you practice gratitude in the morning. I think that's the final thing that we'll just finish with here. It's just a caveat at the end, which I haven't really, I didn't really see in any of the research or any of the things like that. But one of the things that I do that I think is really effective is that I am grateful for things that haven't happened yet. Yeah. So I am grateful in the future tense as well as the present tense. And so I am grateful for the wisdom 
empathy and compassion that I have for being able to deal with the people that I will encounter today. I know, like, I mean, I said that yesterday morning, and then I got a guy with an email um, that was pretty rough and pretty, pretty deep. And I had the wisdom, compassion, and empathy to be able to deal with him. Mm. And so you're preemptively grateful. I'm pre- yeah, I was I was grateful for this, and and so I I kind of have this feeling, and again, this is not in the the research or the literature or anything like that, but I have a pretty strong feeling that because I'm grateful for it, it turns up. You will it into being. Yeah, exactly. Because I am grateful for it, it turns up. And so I'm, yeah, I'm kind of just like, I'm kind of calling it in yeah, um, in the mornings to be able to use later that day. Or later on, whenever. Yeah, well, later on, whenever. But yeah, like I, I'm, I'm grateful for not only the, the patience, the, the compassion, the empathy, the wisdom that I have gathered up so far, but I am so grateful for the amount that I know I'm going to get. Mm. And I keep calling that future um, volume of those traits in. That's next um, level gratitude. That's like advanced guru gratitude <laughs> dojo going like grateful for few things that haven't even happened yet. Yeah. Like that's, that's a superpower. Yeah, absolutely. I'm, I'm grateful. I'm grateful for the bookings that I'm going to get. Yeah. In the future when I when I go back to New Zealand. Have have I have they all been booked yet? No. <laughs> no. But I'm grateful for those people who are who who are doing that. And um I might as well finish this off since uh I'm being grateful. I'm grateful for all of the people because I put a post on my Instagram this week. I'm grateful for all of the people who uh have recommended me for speaking engagements, mm-hmm. who have passed on my details to their managers or their friends or anything like that. And then I'm really grateful for the people that have got in touch because Libby and I are trying to finish our house here in Mexico. We're trying to get it built, but we need a little bit more money. And so uh, I just literally said on my social media, uh, I need some money Um, and I will exchange it (laughs) uh, for what I do best in coming to your organizations and and helping your people. So. I'll throw that in here at the end if anybody is interested in having me come in and chat to their business, uh, to their organization or whatever, then please. uh, We will be very grateful. Yeah, we'll be very grateful if you get in touch. I'd love to chat. Go to jimmyhunt.com to just see all the details. I don't know if you know, this is a side and a side and a side. I don't know if you're aware, but in the invoices I send out, to our clients, the bottom, I'm aware, the very bottom of it expresses our gratitude yeah. for them. Yeah. And then we, we say we will receive your, please direct, uh, please deposit the funds into this account. They will be gratefully received and with the wish that it returns to you tenfold. Like yeah. that's, that's how gra- grateful we are for yeah. the work that we get to do. Absolutely. All right, everybody, gratitude is a goddamn superpower. And so you should really look into it if you're not. And if you already are, I would suggest having a go at least for a month or so, doubling down on it, you know, going real hard and just seeing what sort of results you get back from that. Because I think you'll be surprised.
Thank you, Libby Grace. You're welcome. Thanks for listening. Be grateful you for me. I appreciate your yeah. I'm always grateful for you. <laughs> all right. See you all next week. That was Inside Out with Jimmy Hunt. See you next time. <laughs>